You're listening to the Geekscape Network. Time to fire up the VCR. This one's my favorite. Welcome to Analog Jones in the Temple of Film. I'm Steve. And I'm Chris. <laughs> it's okay. You haven't been on for a while. I get it. And uh, you're not technically the main co-host, but <laughs> you are now. Yeah, I was Welcome. For Matt. <laughs> I was like, oh, he ain't here anymore. He's gone. Where'd he go? You know what? His loss is your gain. Because you got to- a lot of other people's loss. <laughs> no, no, no. Everyone loves your voice. You got that nice, like, deep, gravelly voice. I like it. Mm-hmm. We went in to this month and we're kind of just like we picked out a bunch of weird, wacky sports movies. I'd say that's pretty much what it is, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was going to be apocalyptic. And then one of them is not. So. Yeah. Well, it is, you know, about people on bikes. But I guess yeah. some people in apocalyptic times would ride bikes. But anyway, that's not this movie. Uh, this movie is called Solar Babies. So, Chris, had you ever seen this before uh, we did this? I don't think I did, but my roommate walked in on me watching it, and he's like, we watched this. He's like, we probably did, but I don't remember it. Yeah, I had never seen this, but I've always heard about this movie. One of the things I always heard is because, you know, it has uh, Jamie Gertz and Jason Patrick in it. And, like, anytime you look up trivia on, like, Lost Boys, they're like, oh, Jamie Gertz and Jason Patrick were in a movie called Solar Babies just two years before. I was like, oh, okay. That's mostly where I've heard it. But I've also seen a few clip shows on, like, YouTube talk about it briefly because, you know, I think it it, it gets a really low score on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Yeah, it is not a high scoring movie. Yeah. Is this, a, like, a classic 0%? Oh, yeah. Ooh, 0%. Oh, on IMDb, it's like 4.3 or something. See, I think that's a much better score. I think that makes more sense. 0%? No. No. No, I liked it a lot. I didn't. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't rate it very high, but I like shitty movies, and this falls in the category of shitty movie. I did like their whole excuse of like oh you know like the guy who's watching him and everything he's just like oh i let him go out and they they think they're rebels and everything but they always come back (laughs) they cracked me up i hadn't seen it chris had vaguely not seen it but seen it possibly we don't really know so let's play that trailer they drained the ponds and the streams covered the lakes and even the ocean so no water could evaporate into the air They cause the drought so they can control our lives. You can't beat them. Protectorate visionaries eventually plan a totally altered Earth and even an altered solar system. Why not genetically alter humans to function perfectly in a perfectly restructured world? Conditioned us here to be so afraid. There has got to be a place to go. From a distant star, a powerful force will come to Earth. They call this force Bodai. Where's the sphere? 
they took it to the Protectorate Aqua Bunker. It's where they control the water. Jason, they're gonna destroy it. If we go, we're not coming back. We're gonna get Bodai. It's unanimous. We go. But there you go. Uh, so, you know, you got your classic 80s trailer where the guy, you know, talks over it. And he's just like, we've got a world where no water or water is being kept from these people so they can be controlled. We've seen this. You know, we've seen this. Um, Mad Max has kind of had this version of it. You know, um, Book of Eli. Same thing. You know, once the world turns to desert, whoever owns the water has the power. And of course, they always restrict it. Wasn't Book of Eli uh, whoever had the religion? Yeah, but I think there was something to do with water too. I don't. I can't remember. Great movie though. I just don't remember. Yeah, I remember enjoying it. I just haven't seen it in like ten years or whenever yeah, it came out. Yeah. I don't know. Based off a comic book, that's all I really remember. And uh, he had an iPod. <laughs> I do remember that. Uh, yeah, when you're uh, when you're blind, I guess that's kind of important. Yeah, so this uh, well, definitely, I guess. Yeah, spoiler, I guess. For, yeah, I was know, like, just ruined the, the whole movie. movie. <laughs> the one guy. Oh damn it! <laughs> I've been waiting. I've been waiting for a special occasion. We've got an orphanage, and it's full of all these kids, and they're clearly doing training. Now, what I always thought funny was I didn't understand. If they were like training them to play the sport or training them to be soldiers to it's, protect the water. It's soldiers to fight in the, the like Nazi army. Okay. And then they're just having them play the sport for fun. It's kind of like their thing they do on the side. I guess. Yeah. I mean, sports generally are linked to military combat and training. That's right. Just like ping pong, baby. The most military. Yeah. You got to keep your eye on the ball. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, and then we just, you know, we see all these kids were introduced to it. You know, Jason Patrick is playing the very um, young leading man. Man, he's got to be like, what, 20 here? He looks young. Yeah, they're all young. And Jamie Gertz is a baby, too. And she's playing Terry. And then uh, Jason Patrick is playing Jason. That's a tough stretch for him. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then we get uh, Peter. uh, What is his name? Dulas? Dulas? Uh, the dude from 21 Jump Street that was opposite of Johnny Depp. Oh, yeah, it's Dulus. 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 And he's Tug. I think that was his name, right? Yeah. Uh, and then we've got, who was the other guy in it, the, the group? We got Rabbit, which was Claude Brooks. Luke Haas is Daniel, the little kid who finds mm-hmm. the magical orb. Yeah. And kind of like starts this whole adventure off. I feel like we're missing one more. Uh, Grok is Richard Jordan. Okay, Grok. I don't know. Yeah, th- wasn't for... he the the nerd? Was Grok he the nerdy one with glasses? Or was that Tug? Yeah, I thought Grok was the nerdy one. No, nah, Tug was just the big. Tug was the bulk. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you know. Um. Anyway, Daniel ends up finding this magical orb, 
and everything like that. And, uh, you know, it's blue. It's 80s, like uh, just perfect special effects. And then it ends up just like basically granting wishes. But you don't have to like wish for anything. It's like a sentient magical being that just kind of knows what you want. Yeah, a little bit of religious to this, too. Uh, Kind of like, I guess, miracles. It performs miracles. Well, it's uh, yeah, it's biblical longinus is uh evangelion has lands of longinus that's how i know what it is mm. it's like a biblical reference mainly i think god don't quote me on this but mainly i think on the like jewish end of the bible yeah if it's not in bible man i just don't know about it <laughs> so yeah just goths and drugs are all you know <laughs> well you know the goths are trying to kill us and the drugs will kill us that's that's what bible man taught me <laughs> So this is all run by the military and everything. They're training them to become soldiers. And then we have the classic, like, military guy who just hates them all for some reason. Like, he's just like, oh, these damn kids. Yeah. I mean, it's it's like Cobra Kai where he just hates everybody that isn't his team that he wants to win. Yeah, which his son is on the, like, rival team that you they... Son? I think it's his son, isn't it? I... I don't know. I know he's trying to train him, but I did not pick that up at all if it is. What is his son's name or possible son? I'm I'm reading the cast and I cannot remember. It's it's not Darstar, is it? I don't is remember. Is Ivar Ivar's the bad guy, right? Ivor. Yeah. Which yeah, kind Ivar. of sounds more Russian and but you know, clearly these bad guys are kind of based off of you know nazis oh yeah they're they're nazis through and through yeah so i just thought that was weird but yeah i think that was his son but maybe yeah because why would he you know be mad at him going and losing ah maybe it is his team sports teams man yeah he's very passionate about his team and then uh scorpions to win oh yeah scorpions and the reason they're called solar babies i guess is because they're young and the whole earth has no water so they're like born of this something like that biblical right i i don't know that it's just their team name that they picked up i don't know why they did it because i know somewhere in europe this is actually known as solar warriors and i'm really surprised they didn't go with that from the u.s i mean that's always weird i hate that when they change the name though to what they're saying like they're calling themselves the solar babies the whole film yeah, so solar babies would make sense, yeah. but I guess they wanted to actually make money and uh, <laughs> yeah, have people accidentally rent it. Yeah, it was like warriors, sun warriors, solar warriors. Okay, this sounds pretty tight. Yeah, <laughs> I like the sun. It's it's like keeps me warm. <laughs> I bet this movie will keep me warm. What, what's really funny about this is, and you brought this up before we were doing a pre-discussion, is Mel Brooks produced this. Yeah, I I didn't know that at all until three minutes before this recording it's really odd it just i don't know you forget that mel brooks actually produced movies uh for a while and you know we always think of him as you know mel brooks from blazing saddles and all of his movies right young frankenstein and you know to see him that and then to see him doing something like this and then to read that he lost a shit ton of money because he goes into this and it's was so, so much money yeah, it was only so supposed to cost him like eight or nine million dollars, 
Which I like how I say that. Only eight or nine million dollars. Yeah, but the movie made like three thousand. So even at that, <laughs> <laughs> like you're losing it. You just gave money away. Yeah, he basically just well he to pay for the rest of this he had to you know I'm sure go to a bank and everything, but he had to refinance his house. He had to get someone else to put in some money, which I would love to be a fly on the wall for that meeting. <laughs> hey, uh, so this movie, uh, my director has no idea what they're doing, and the edit makes no sense. Can you give me some money so I can finish it? Uh, <laughs> that sounds like a terrible idea. <laughs> Are you going to fix those issues? Well, I mean, that's second on the docket first we're gonna finish it <laughs> we'll go from there uh, i mean mel brooks is probably pretty good at talking so uh he probably just yeah. he he just made he got him so exhausted they're like fine i'll give you four million dollars just leave my office <laughs> i'll take it he just shows up and sleeps on their porch every day yeah and apparently he didn't actually break even with this until several years afterwards from you know vhs sales and i noticed the trivia said vhs sales and dvd sales so that means this guy mel brooks did not actually see zero until you know somewhere probably in the 2000s yeah i was like what 97 ish or whatever it's like the end of vhs 2001 somewhere in there well i guess that's a lesson it always it always blurs yeah, I, I think like for some reason, I think it always starts in 1998 in my mind, because I think that's when we got a DVD player. Hey, I think that was like because what I read always differs, but I think it's like the decline is when they talk about it, when they stopped making so many and were transitioning. There's mm-hmm. that overlap. They didn't just stop VHS one day and the next day you had DVD. No, it went all the way up to like 2005, I believe. Yeah, I think think the last one was like oh three but i mean we can google it yeah yeah i think it was history of violence wasn't it i don't know because that one's a real expensive one yeah i don't know i don't i don't i don't really look up the prices of anything well you know some vhs collector of all the groups that we're part of is going to be like i can't believe it you guys are out yeah now yeah no i just buy what i want if it's the right price because apparently my last thrift store around here does not sell them anymore like that one other location that sometimes has them. It's rough. We have two thrift stores around us and they sold their last ones. And they're like, yeah, we're just not going to keep them. That's, yeah. you know, I got an, I got a lady that like will bring out boxes if she's there when I come in. So like, these are going to go in the garbage. You want anything? There's a bunch of blank ones. We can't put them out. Cause you know, I don't know what's on them. I was like, yeah, yeah, uh, sure. Absolutely. I actually should ask the two thrift stores by us if they have any in the back that are blank. I'd buy that shit in a second. Or just ask them not to throw them away until, like, go once a week. And you can just see my wife now. Oh, so now we're a dumpster? It's like, well, technically it's the back room is a dumpster. (laughs) (laughs) You got a house just full of shelves. Uh, That's, yep. I got a friend who's a carpenter. That's my first thing. Show She'll be like, yes. <laughs> She'll be like, I think the uh, roof has, needs the patching. Like, yeah, babe, but I spent all that money on the carpenter for my VHS store downstairs. <laughs> have you seen it? It's pretty cool. <laughs> it's awesome. You can just come down here. There, no water's going to get to you unless the like, sub pump breaks. Then we're both fucked. <laughs> but we got all these sweet VHS. <laughs> we can float away on them, honey. <laughs> Tape them together. Make a boat. 
Uh, back to solar babies. <laughs> uh, one tangent down. Um, yeah, so the, any, anyway, so this guy gets really mad because the solar babies beat the scorpions. And then I guess he decides to, I don't know, run them out of the orphanage that you're they're training to be soldiers. I always thought this was weird because I'm like, these are going to be your soldiers one day. I don't know. I, it takes well, it awfully personal. Out. Yeah, you like chase them down, remember? Oh, yeah, he's trying to arrest them, like punish them. But then I guess, yeah, the punishment for not that, but the punishment for fleeing is like deletion pretty much is what I was getting from what they were saying. Oh, that's right. That actually, yeah, when we get into that, I that was actually a really cool scene. I dug that. Yeah, but yeah, they, he's just trying to arrest them. It's like the local sheriff chasing kids around. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's like, you damn kids, I'm going to get you, put you in jail. You gotta admit that opening scene before he finds the orb was really cool. She's got the roller skates with lights on them and everything. Oh yeah, they they definitely like dressed it all up. They got it ready to go when you're sitting there watching and you're trying to figure out this sport, which I honestly don't get and I don't really care because I don't get any of these future sport movies. I think they just gotta throw a ball in a hole. That's what it always comes down to. Kind of, it kind of looks like a, a frisbee golf post. You know, they're like rollerblading and they're kind of look like they're playing lacrosse, but they're not playing lacrosse and they're kind of wearing lacrosse gear, but also hockey gear. Yeah, I think that's the 80s was very much into lacrosse and hockey for future sports. The gear just looks cool, I guess. No, it does. Like, I could see how you could sell this movie right away. They're like, they're playing a sport of the future in this post-apocalyptic world, especially the 80s. And they find this magical orb that, you know, grants them the wish to get water. But they've got to escape all the Nazi bad guys and be like, well. Yeah, it checks like all the boxes. Yeah, I was like, yeah, that that should make money. Uh, I just, you know, you just need someone to put it together properly. And like we said, it's not even on a shoestring budget or anything. No. Threw money at it. Yeah, and you can tell this has a budget, too. <laughs> yeah, the set pieces are really nice. Yeah, especially when they... So, the, you know, they find the ball, and I guess we shouldn't skip over that. Uh, Bodai. Yeah. Is this magical ball. His name's Bodai. And, like, his first wish he grants, you know, he makes it rain indoors. Mm-hmm. Or I guess he or she, I shouldn't say that, you know, yeah. it could be either. And it rains indoors and everything, and, you know, that's that's pretty cool. Um, I'm sure some set director, director's like, uh, really need to put a drain in this room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, you didn't tell me it was going to get flooded. <laughs> I was not prepared for this. Uh, it's going to take forever to dry out. Um, <laughs> and they, they did really good, though. I couldn't tell where the water was coming from at all. It no, they. Everywhere. Yeah, I got to admit that. Uh, I don't know what type of sprinkler system they had. And also, I can tell you, I didn't catch one boom mic in this or reflection of a cameraman. Mm-hmm. So, hey, good on you guys. Uh, I'm sure someone will tell us. <laughs> Actually, in minute 21. I don't know how people spot that stuff. Like in uh, Mandalorian, everybody freaked out about the guy's leg. I was like, I had no idea. Yeah. I did not see that. See, I just look for certain ones. I always look for boom mics. And I always look for reflections of cameramen in mirrors or, you know, like glass and anything mm-hmm. like that. But other than that, not really. Sometimes continuity errors I'll catch. But if it's a good movie, I never catch them or a good show. Yeah. So, yeah, whatever. 
I just feel like it's a waste of time to point out something, you know, like sometimes. Yeah. I mean, it's it's fun with friends, but if you're by yourself, like enjoying the movie, I don't really care to look. Uh, yeah. Unless it's glaring and you're like, wait a second. Yeah. <laughs> Unless they just like cut out like uh, what some of the best I ever catch is like when they cut way too soon and then they go to the next person like an overhead, you know, like where two people are talking to each other mm-hmm. and they cut too soon and then they almost cut off the other person. Those crack me up. It's like, I don't, that didn't look right. Uh, so they escape, you know, after being um, attempted to be arrested and they've got this magical ball and they are looking just for a certain town to get away, right? They're just like running. No, they, they go back. No, but they, they go, you know, they like make that magical, they make that jump. <laughs> yeah, yeah you're you're getting that backwards after they run from that they just go back to camp and have to dig all the holes and everything oh that's right yeah and then they end up so why do they truly escape they they go back and then they go through a bunch of bullshit and the guy's like this isn't a prison i don't want you to think it's a prison and then he runs it exactly like a prison and they have to dig holes and everything and then the dickwad like gets down and like touches the girl and they all freak out and start a fight and then they go to that weird dance thing oh the dance 80s movies always have to have a dance you got it man kids love dancing yeah they made a whole movie about it i know it was called clean dancing oh i was thinking flash dance dirty dance what's the one where dancing's illegal footloose yeah it is footloose yeah you're right I have not seen that as far as I remember. I'm more of a break in two guy, so. More of an anti dancing establishment. Or, wow. <laughs> not even going to try to re say that word. It's okay. It's no one, no one's listening. You can't read. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I don't remember now. This is coming back to me because I watched this about two weeks ago. And so they, yeah, they did the whole dance. But why are they running? Because they, they do all the shit. It rains, but, uh, What's his name? Dark Star, like notices that the orb isn't watching them and everything, and sees where they put it away. Because remember, he puts it in the trunk. He's like, I don't know if you need to breathe, but here, puts a hockey stick mm-hmm. in and closes the lid. But he kidnaps the orb, and it causes them to leave. Because uh, Daniel goes after. That's right. Dante. It's really easy to miss because all he does is look at it, steal it, and then all of a sudden, she's climbing. So Tara's climbing up to Jason is like. We gotta go after Daniel. He's gone after the orb. And I was like, when did when? when yeah, did Daniel just disappeared. Took it? When did you find out Daniel left? Like, where were these scenes? Like uh we did they didn't have the jump. money to shoot him. <laughs> or they forgot. I, yeah. I don't know. It's just I don't care. Fucking edit it and put it in the theaters. We gotta make back our money. That the editor fell asleep and he's like, Oh, that's where I was, right? Right? You gotta go yeah. get him. So I, I mean I don't know why Dark Star stole it. It makes no sense eventually once they get there but that's what happens that's why they leave i mean it's a glowing orb so i guess he's just like um mine now finders keepers and then daniel's gone and so they you know rollerblade out uh and then then they're running from the army because then the army's just skates. like oh. roller <laughs> skates wait were they roller skates they're not blades that's right yeah it's just roller skates still at this point 
Yeah, just roller skating down like in a post-apocalyptic road. I'm sure yeah, that's the- comfortable. <laughs> yeah, the minute you hit a pebble, you just face plant. <laughs> I remember just being terrible. It didn't matter if it was roller blades or roller skates. I'm like, why am I so bad at this? All the other kids are fine. That's how old I am, kids. We used to go roller skating and rollerblading back in my day. I, I remember having those ones that you hooked your shoes. The little plastic. Oh, wow. Yeah. No, I had the uh, cheap rentals that, you know, like smelled like shit. Mm, Yeah, man. I went to Skate Ranch every weekend. I mean, there's not much to do when you hit that like 13 to 16, you know, like 13 to 15 right before you can drive. Yeah. When I, I think I was like 11 to 12, I moved to this even smaller area from where I'm from. And like, that's all we did. We go to the skate rink every weekend. No parents, nothing. We'd all just walk there and go. Yeah. Arcades. We had air hockey. I think one pool table, some shitty food, and skating. Yeah. You eat so many pretzels till you throw up. Or nachos, those crappy nachos that are just glorified Tostitos. (laughs) With that, like, cheese that no one knows what it's made out of. It's Uh, got dairy in it. Maybe. (laughs) Uh, i I do miss some of those days though like just like spending like when you take five dollars and get all those quarters and just feel like you know you're a mafia boss you just win the jackpot you're like wow look at all these quarters 20 i'm fucking rich man i mean a quarter used to get you stuff oh yeah you could go to the skate like all day for 10 to 20 bucks i think and that'd last me all night yeah, my parents would drop us off, my uh, two younger brothers and I, and give us like fifteen, twenty dollars. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think we, they did that every weekend. Uh, they weren't made out of money, uh, but uh, my parents were young. I think they just wanted to get rid of me. <laughs> well, they totally got rid of us for like. I I still I should ask them. I was like, what the f- what were you doing? Because you just left us there for like five hours. Do you want to know what they were doing? Probably drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Just smoking weed and getting drunk. <laughs> Non-PG things. Uh, well, I mean, we only had four kids, so they stopped at that. So, uh, or they learned. Yeah, learn your lesson, adults. <laughs> you know how we're made, right? <laughs> <laughs> Not getting any farther into that, folks. We don't need to. Uh, anyway, uh, so they're running, and they, they bust into this town, which the set Tire decoration. town. What was it called? Tire Town. It's Barter Town, oh. just for tires. <laughs> Y'all need tires? Come on down to Tire Town. I think they showed someone just like burning tires at one point, and yeah. there's just stacks of tires. And then they're melting tires to get water out of them. Yeah, that was weird. That was that I was don't bizarre. Think that's how rubber works. I, I don't know. I mean, it is in the future. They might have figured something out. Uh, but the town looked great. I mean, this it, looks straight out of like Mad Max. Yeah, it's got a nice bazaar in it and everything. And then the factory was really cool. Yeah, you can tell at one point that it's like a shitty diorama. But until that point, you're just like, wow, yeah, this all looks pretty good. I liked it a lot. I want a T-shirt that says I visited Tire Town or I survived Tire Town, something like that. Yeah. And then when they find uh, Darkstar, I mean, you skip the whole Darkstar camp getting destroyed, though. 
Yeah. It was before this. Yeah. I did. Well, also, well, that's how the, like, stole the orb. That's how the warden dies, right? No. The warden doesn't die in that? No. From the camp? He dies the whole time. The warden doesn't go. It's the, yeah, you'd skip like a whole chunk. Man, you gotta watch these movies a little closer to the date. Yeah, I know. This is like, <laughs> just like gone. I watched it like two days ago, but my notes are cryptic. I got <laughs> a note that just says the scorpion or scorpions are Nazis. And it took me a while to realize what that was talking. Post-apocalyptic reading rainbow. Well, the thing is, is like the other two movies that you and I are doing throughout this, I fully remembered them. One, because it was awesome and it was just a, a joy to watch and it was fast paced. And, you know, it's just like, OK, that was a great 80s movie. And the other one is just a piece of shit that I was like rage watching. Like, what the fuck is going on? I had to put my phone across the room because I would just hit pause. I was like, this blows. That's kind of like... I wasn't yelling this blows on this. I just was bored. I hate one of the main actors. Like, anytime I see that guy, I'm like, well, this is going to be shit. <laughs> so come back in two weeks when Chris and I talk about that. <laughs> I mean, it, it's, I love Nicolas Cage. And I, I guess when I see this actor in a movie, I'm like, oh, I now I get why people don't like Nicolas Cage films. Okay. I mean, they're insane, but I get, I get it. The polarizing actor. Yeah, no, you you skip Dark Star leaves. He goes on his journey, and then somehow he crosses that giant gap in the bridge when the other kids that are getting chased by the triple motorcycle, they have to use the power of spinning to get oh, across it. That is... Like, so when they first show the gap... It's it's like a it's mile huge. long. Yeah, it's at least... Let's just... At least 50 feet, right? Yeah. They spin each other in a circle and use inertia to, like, you know, fly across. But I'm like, then the gap magically turns to, like, maybe 10 feet. And I'm like, wait a minute, what? It's like 10 feet from the side, 30 feet from the top. Uh, that This this is really goofy. Like, just make it one consistent. Like, if you just make it a 10-foot gap, it's fine. It's fine. Even make it a 5-foot. I wouldn't want to jump a 5-foot gap 150 feet off the ground. But you do you do bring up a good point. How did they get all the vehicles across? I that's what I'm saying. Like the the triple motorcycle, which is a cool idea, dude. That is one of the best parts that made me like this movie. Is they're going through the valley, being all happy, and then all of a sudden these really shitty vehicles start driving at them, and you can see like the cardboard frame <laughs> bouncing up and down, and they're just like spray paint, duct tape, and cardboard. And I think one of them together. One of them was a car that they just put like some type of fiberglass futuristic uh, crap over it. Was it really it's that bad? Clearly card. Oh, it is awful. It's clearly cardboard. And then they roll up on that motorcycle with like the two gunners. And I was like, I know that thing's going to come apart. And they get to the bridge and they're like, disassemble the triple trike. <laughs> and they have to like take it apart and put everything back together. It's like a 30 minute process. They just like got out wrenches and everything. And then they, they chase the kids, but the, the bike chickens out right at the end, which rightfully so. If it ain't got no ramp, it can't get up. It's just going to fall the minute it leaves. Well, that was the same thing with the kids when they spun across, too. I was like, there's no they ramp. It's got a jump button. That's true. <laughs> like how you put a jump button. <laughs> Doing. <laughs> yeah. 
And then they get across and all of a sudden they're just, it's the Daniel like almost dying because he's already drank all his water 20 minutes into this trip. Oh, yeah. But he's listening to Bodai. Yeah, that was, that was. Go this direction. And then somehow they end up in that weird little carny town. That's where Darkstar ends up. You're talking about Tire Town? <laughs> no, the, the the village of his people. Oh. Where they like go up to him and just touch him and they're like, you are fill in blank here. Because I can't <laughs> remember. Like it's some Native American type thing, but everybody is super white except for Darkstar. And it's <sighs> Darkstar, not Darkstar. But it should be Darkstar. That's what I thought. And he's got like his owls flying in and hooing and stuff. Oh, yeah, this whole, like, Native American uh, mystic powers. Apocalyptic tribe. Yeah. Yeah. And then they go talk to the the dude that just can't stop laughing and being weird, the old, the seer that's inside this, like, he's like, this used to be for entertaining, and it's like a torture museum, and a guy drops down, that like, getting hung, and other dude's head gets cut off. Yeah, that was. Any attractions? (laughs) <laughs> yeah this is all coming back to me by the way that like yeah. the native american like just randomness that they're just like you know and, and i don't know if they actually ever make a connection from them to you know bodai i know he just wants to sell it because like the old man's like the orb gets what the orb wants and then uh the chieftain's like yeah but the not the scorpions i'll just call them the nazis because that's what they are yeah He's like, the Nazis will pay for it, right? And he's like, yeah. One of the... Tight, we're selling it. One of the descriptions that I saw actually just gave up and called them stormtroopers. Like, the soldiers. (laughs) (laughs) They're just like, at first, they're just like, the warriors of the whatever. Because, you know, they have a name. And they're just like, the blah, blah, blah warriors. And then finally, at the end of the article, they're just like, the stormtroopers died. (laughs) I'm like, yep, gave up, huh? But these guys can actually shoot because they true. slaughter the village. They do. They slaughter the village, but Darkstar gets out because his owl's like, hoo And he's like, oh, shit, I got to go. And then they capture the the leader. Well, put this together. Like, when do they get to the when do they get to the facility, the traveling facility, I think, where they basically put, you know, you in this. I don't know. It's like a replicator that's, that like replicates like right after this as they're going to tire town. Yeah. Like replicates your greatest fears. Yeah. So he's like covered in ants. Yeah. That was the is like crawling in his like nose and his eyes and stuff. Well, then this is fucked up, too, because we don't know if it was his son that he grabbed and then put his hand in or if it was, you know, just like his. I don't know, like little protege protege. And he's just like, it replicates your greatest fears. And then he just shoves his fucking hand in there and his hand starts melting. And I'm like, damn. But he's doing that neo-Nazi like erotica thing that a lot of those movies did. Where it's like, it seems like they're kind of in love, but he's kind of teaching them. And the boy, while he's watching the other guy get tortured, is like over there having a personal time. Just like with his eyes and everything. And then he goes over and it it seems like he doesn't want to torture people. So the guy's like... Just shoves his hand right in. So you think Ivor is actually like hiding his gayness? No, no, no. It's just like a common trope of like all those neo-Nazi things in the 80s. where they. I thought we were getting a hot take, Chris. No, they were getting kind of gay. 
There's kind of a lot of homoeroticism in some of that stuff. Uh, I thought you were going to like bust into a whole like, no, no, this is why I know. <laughs> Did you see them look at each other? <laughs> but yeah, and he's like, because I, I think the, the boy, uh, I can't remember his name, doesn't want to be bad somewhat. Know what I mean? Like he's having well, thoughts on being a piece of shit. I, I think he just wants to be a bully. I don't, I don't think he actually wants to be like a fascist asshole that kills people. Yeah, that knows that he's trying to prevent water from coming back and everything. I think he was more happy, just like oh, I want to, like you know, fuck with Jason and his friends. I don't want to f- kill them. Like <laughs> then I have no one to play. The realization that listening to this is going to be really confusing and back and forth. But the, the cuts and the edits, if you're not paying attention, the movie feels like that at times. Oh, it's so disjointed. And if anyone actually watches this, which I don't think they will, but, the, you know, they can. I think I it's recommend f- it. I think it's good. It's on Amazon Prime. I think it's no, even no, on no. Tubi, too. No, this one's not on Amazon. Uh, the other two were. Yeah, this was it's streaming online, but I think it was Tubi or something. Well, this is the type of movie like there's parts that just kind of jump. You know, they, they have gaps. They don't kind of explain things. And like the next one is, is when, you know, Terry, Tara, who is uh, Jamie Gertz. Yeah. Jamie Gertz. See, I didn't notice after Tire Town basically was burned down, we'll say. Yeah. Well, yeah, um, they, the, the part I remembered is how I kept those in order is when they get to Tire Town and they find them like working in the factory. They're, they like bought all these nice, cool looking costumes to hide mm-hmm. and everything. And this is where you meet the the the, the bounty two bounty hunters, hunters right? It's before this because they go to Tire Town. So you meet them when they go back to their facility. Well, but I know you, the bounty hunters are looking for them or at least the hired guns. And these are kind of like bumbling, yeah. stumbling. So, yeah, they buy their their costumes at Tire Town. And the minute they find Darstar, they just take their costumes off and like throw them away. <laughs> And they don't wear them anymore. Well, we don't need these anymore. I'm like, you're wearing bright blue jumpsuits. Oh, they would stick out like a sore thumb in that place. And they do. Yeah. (laughs) And then they like just welcomely go in the back of a uh, a semi truck, like in the trailer to get the orb. Well, and then. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Shut the door behind them. And I was like, cool. And did you notice like Darstar just kind of feels like he's. This dude is on something, right? The entire time. He's never like engaged in anything. No, no. He's looking through the eyes of an owl and he's a superhero or villain. I don't know. Well, I think, you know, this could be. At that point, his owl's dead, but. Yeah, this is like the origins of a super villain is just like someone killed his owl and then he just loses his mind. He's like, I'll find more owls. (laughs) Killer owls. I got two owls. Uh, yeah, they, they do. I do love how they just like stick the like orb in the back of a trailer, like a locked trailer, and they're like, "This will work. No one will get this." Yeah, he's like, "It's in there," uh, and the entire town burns down. And they think, you know, Jamie Gertz's character Tara dies, right? That's what I got from this. Do you remember how they got away from the burning town? Fuck. Like, oh, they, the- yeah, they rolled down the hill in tires. <laughs> Yeah, like 30 feet, but it's the worst. Then you'd be throwing up. Oh, no. There's no way you'd get up from that. So my dad uh, used to own um, (laughs) a tire place, and we fucking did this, Uh, but not in a hill like that, like a hill of like 10 feet. And like people are super hurt after. Dude, you, yeah, that's what. Stand up. 
don't do that, kids. Don't do it. It's stupid because you, yeah, you get hurt. First of all, those things bounce. When they hit one bump, you're fucked. <laughs> you're 20 feet in the air and have to, you have to come down. <sighs> like I a hill like that, you know, like a sand dune hill or whatever they were on, that would fuck you up. Yeah. That would that'd be a concussion. Be like 30 feet, they look back up the hill and I'm like, that's it. Uh, that'd be bad news. Yeah, but they get away. And this is the gap that confused me because then they, you know, they go on their way. And I think this is when the, you know, the the two bumbling, stumbling idiots get them and they're gonna like trade them for money or whatever, right? Yeah, I had to rewind because I thought I like got distracted for a sec and looked away and they were captured. No, they just all of a sudden are captured. Yeah, and then they're basically pulling them to the bad guys. Like they're using them as like sled dogs and well, I guess sand dogs, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Horses, horses, camels, whatever. And then who gets them out? Dude, she does. She shows up with her gang of uh, dudes from the mummy. Her sand yeah. people, but these guys were white, not black. So, okay, yeah, the, this the is what's so weird to me. The eco warriors. So they think she dies, and you explained mm-hmm. to me that like these guys like notice something on her hand. I never that saw that. She, she has like the water fountain tattooed on her hand. And it, then she saves you're them from, from the Missouri, right? Uh, yep. Do you know the Kansas City logo, the water fountain? Yeah, man, it's like the it's, town. It, yeah, it's what it looks like on her hand. Wow. That's when I seen that because I lived I, in KC for like ten years. KC's a pretty good, uh, pretty good town. It's it's really white, but it's really cool. <laughs> uh, not in the city. Uh, that's city. true. I I don't. I lived like in the heart of the city. Uh, that's what I always remember is like my friend lived in the quote unquote suburbs of Kansas City, and I was like, probably, man, probably Overland Park. Probably. I don't remember. It was years since I've been there. I just remember it's like, man, this is the whitest town ever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the city is way different. But the minute you leave, you're like, oh, yeah, we are in Kansas and Missouri. I forgot. About that. <laughs> uh, yeah. So this is the thing that got me is she's like, I found my parent. I found my father. And he's like, you know, the ruler of this water cave yeah, town. They're the eco terrorists because they found that cave drawing of them. But I don't like and maybe I, you know, I blacked out or whatever during this movie. I just went like, what? Huh? So she has parents now. I thought they were all like orphans and they no, probably they're kidnapped. They even say that about like Darstar that they took him. Oh, uh, so they so just they, go they around kidnapping kids. kids. Said that they're, some might be actual orphans, but they kidnap kids. Yeah, because they're basically just trying to train them. To Man, there be is like, a whole underlying that you just you just skipped, and it, it oh yeah shows, it shows why you didn't like it. Maybe if you would have spent time to appreciate the nuances, I'm not spending time on the zero percent Rotten Tomatoes bullshit. <laughs> it, this is Shakespearean level. <laughs> you missed it all. I did, and I I actually no, I didn't miss anything. I can tell you that <laughs> I browned out during this. But the funny thing was, is <laughs> glazed over, just staring. <laughs> Kids screaming in the corner, and you're like, uh. <laughs> uh, you know what? <laughs> Possibly at one point, but um, <laughs> uh, I don't remember being on my phone during this either. <laughs> Neither do I. <laughs> I just remember being bored out of my mind. I'm like, what? Uh, but you know, it was because I don't even, and this is true. This is true. I don't even remember how the bad guy died. I just remember being happy that the movie was over. <laughs> really? You don't remember how Ivor died? No. Oh, it's fucking cool. 
Well, tell us. So, like, there's, like, two overlapping stories. So, you got, like, where they tortured the dude, and then he takes... They they go to Tire Town, and they... The the kids drop the orb, and, like, three of them kick the bag. And they're like, we don't have time to pick it up. We gotta run. I was like, it's a backpack, man. Just just (laughs) grab it. I do remember that part, yeah. Yeah, because it's, like, Scooby-Doo hijinks up and down. They're, like, ending up on other things above the dudes and jumping down. I was like, you guys could have grabbed that bag. (laughs) <laughs> but the the bad guys end up with it somehow. They knew it was in the backpack. I would have just walked past it if I was trying to kill these kids. And like, so he takes the orb back to that lady. It was like, I heard you know how to do this thing with this laser s- stuff. I can't remember what the point of the laser is. Oh, but the bad guy to, lady. I forgot. Yeah, they're like shooting the orb with lasers forever. And then he calls out this chopping mall looking robot thing. He's like, it takes pleasure in gutting you. It, yeah, term, Terminek. Terminek is programmed to take pleasure. All I know is when I, I saw her, when I saw her, I go, oh, it's the lady from Superman and Superman 2. Superman, like, I think Sarah she was Douglas. just, I think she was just in Superman 1 and 2. I don't know. I don't know. I don't learn names of people on purpose until I. Do. Oh, I had no idea what her name was. I just remembered her face. Yeah, she's Sarah Douglas. Oh, Sarah. Sandra. Yeah. But so then they they call out this like super robot after they've damaged the orb for long enough to where Dana can't hear it anymore. And it's like this really shitty but cool looking robot that comes out with all these like pokey, stabby, spiral. Ah, yeah. That just came back to me because that reminded me so much of like something that like maybe would be on Doctor Who. I've never watched Doctor Who, but yeah, I see. I I figured that. Yeah. But when they take the orb out of there, the robot's like, I was busy touching that thing. I got to find something else to kill. And it like grabs Ivor and like starts breaking his arm and like cuts his face all up and murders him. It's pretty (laughs) cool. I wish it could have got more brutal. But what this PG rated? Uh, Yeah, I think it was because I think that was their best chance of, you know, like selling this to. Oh, because I. Yeah, it's PG-13. PG-13. Okay. To me, it was a. A kids movie is what it was going off of, and then they just threw stuff in for adults. Yeah, it was an in betweener movie. Yeah, uh, it, it definitely no Shrek. <laughs> That's the movie you compare this to. <laughs> well, a kids movie made for adults. Uh, all right, okay. It's yeah. got the greatest ska soundtrack of all time. With this. No, just Shrek. Oh, I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? The single greatest ska band ever, Smash Mouth. Oh my gosh. Well, they make a shit ton of money off that movie, I'm sure. We would have been better than the Beatles if it wasn't for that damn Shrek movie. <laughs> more. You guys are making way more money than the Beatles would make now. Oh man, didn't they just get a new lead singer too? I hope not. No, I think the other guy left. I don't know. They got into some like right wing stuff too. I don't know. I try not to follow I don't want to tarnish my love of Smash Mouth. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This is where this is gone. <laughs> okay. So y- you told them how they died. Maybe we should move out of the museum after the Smash Mouth talk. <laughs> I d- yeah, I think that's about it for the movie because you brought up that. But I mean, they get the orb back and then they do that weird spirit dance that they do where the orb flows through them. And then it just kind of like turns into light and floats around them and disappears and and it rains yeah yeah because they're like okay there's a lot of this movie that i I blacked out from but after the credits rolled 
uh, I came back in and there's a post credit scene where they're they're swimming. Yeah. Yeah, I seen that. <laughs> and I was like, uh, okay. All these Marvel movies now, like I let the credits roll, but I, it's not actually on purpose. I just walk away and I come back and I'm like, oh, okay. Ooh, I've been doing that since we were little because you just let movies roll and some of them did have stuff during the credits or the credits were a scene for a while, like 10 minutes. They had mm-hmm. like more stuff going on and then all of a sudden it would go when it went to black is normally when you knew it was done, but some movies would fade back in after a minute. Yeah, Masters of the Universe is the movie that ruined us because we watched everything to the end. Yeah, I, we just I just left it on and let the VCR automatic rewind. Yep. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's what I do now. <laughs> I still do it. Yeah. I was like, I'm not going to press stop and press rewind. It can do it on its own. Yeah, when I was doing the like the watch alongs, I stopped. I would stop the movie. So I'm like, unless I know there's an ending, I'm not making anybody sit through 20 minutes of credits. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, so let's go on to the museum. This is the second time I've had to reclaim my property from you. That belongs in a museum. So do you. This is the part of the show where we go out like Indy into the film jungle and bring something back, good or bad. Chris, you're the guest. Um, go first. I forgot this was a part of the show. For some reason, I don't know. I guess I take the terminus takes pleasure in what he does is really good. But the whole reading rainbow that the like second time they go out and play with with Bodhi, they play the sport with Bodhi and they're just like rolling around in this post apocalyptic and Bodhi's floating in and out like the star from reading rainbow. That was a good scene. We You could live happily in that, I think, all day. Oh, yeah. When they're just like tossing Bodhi around. Yeah, and he's like, you guys want to keep playing? Me and Bodie want to play. And they're like, we're old. We're tired. <laughs> we're old. We're the, we're the ripe old age of 18. God, I think they were supposed to be like 14, 15 in this movie. Yeah, probably. But they definitely weren't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that was a good scene. I love the hand melting scene. I thought that was great. Yeah. Uh, where he sticks his hand in that like replication of fear, which, by the way, if it could replicate fear, you think it could do the opposite and replicate, you know, like happiness or anything. You just, just got to flip the switch. It's set to fear right now. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a pretty powerful machine. They should consider stealing that. Yeah, they, we should make that into reality. But, but not not with the fear button. You know, the, the hand melting isn't quite as good as, you know, like the Indiana Jones face melt, but it's close. It's good. I was impressed. I mean, that's what I thought of when I watched it. it yeah, it was done really well. Just the flesh like falling off the bones. And I was like, damn, this is for kids. <laughs> Again, you know, kids movie that's kind of got all the adult themes. Uh, that was, you know, they did that 80s. so much in the 80s. So, yeah. All right. That'll end it for this week. Chris, thanks for coming on and doing solar babies. But don't worry. He's got two more coming up next week and the week after. So remember to be kind and rewind. Nailed it.